0: Hi, I'm Chinny
1: And I'm Astrid.
0: And welcome to It's the Continent, the podcast that widens access to African history. We're also the co-authors of the book by the same name. You can find out more information about us on itsacontinent.com. So we're here to challenge the common misconception that Africa is a country and appreciate the identity of each nation. And through each episode, we'll be exploring key historical moments which have shaped the continent. Hello and welcome to another episode of It's a Continent. How's it going? Welcome back.
1: I'm honestly super hyped. I don't think this is
0: we're hyped because of, yeah, <laughs> of our previous conversation. Yeah, of our previous <laughs> conversation,
1: which is very much showing the stage of life we're at at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, really hyped, really excited, and. Um, um, and also excited about the topic we're about to cover. Not just excited because I get to talk to you even though we speak um, every day. but
0: Every day, <laughs> totally but. Exciting.
1: Yes. You know, really exciting topic and um, yeah, just excited to get going.
0: Let's get going then.
1: My African pride this week goes to Nigerian visual artist Morenike Olusanya. She has designed book covers for Aminata Toure, Germany's first black female minister, American author Co. Booth and Jamaican American author Nicola Yoon. She uses her portraits to depict the black woman's experience and in 2021 she was included in the leading ladies Africa's list of 100 most inspiring women in Nigeria. In 2022 she was recognised as a lady making impact through art so I just wanted to recognise that. It's nice to recognize artists within this space, and yeah, yes, go check out her work. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, definitely, congratulations. congratulations.
0: So, where are we this week?
1: So, this week we're not in a country. We're nope. doing a currency for the first time. So, this week we are covering the topic of the CFA franc. A, because we thought it'd be interesting and (laughs) also because we were asking ourselves a lot of questions. Well, because it's my topic, I was asking myself questions like why France continues to manage a currency it introduced in Africa over 70 years ago. And why do 14 African nations continue to use it
0: today? Yeah, sounds like something we need to add to the coloniser handbook there.
1: Yeah, answering those questions. Before the introduction of the CFA franc and obviously before colonisation came into Africa, African nations had their own currencies. Yeah, they did. Wow, did they? Um, (laughs) Sorry. Which, because of colonialism, were quickly eroded as the coloniser heavyweights entered the scene. Africans were forced to use new currencies or face punishment and isolation. The currency being used at the time was the franc and um, this was obviously for uh, french territories which was uh, used in metropolitan france but then on december 26 1945 it was replaced by the cfa franc um at the time the letter cfa stood for french african colonial franc so very much does what it says on the tin there not
0: the finance qualification cfa it's the uh, no. <laughs> it's the colonial variant
1: Okay, well, you're really into it. I I had never heard of that before, but okay.
0: (laughs) All my friends are getting CFA's. Shout out them. Couldn't be me, though. The CFA
1: was initially tied to the metropolitan franc, but this changed to the euro once France adopted it in 1999. The 14 countries that use the franc are split into two franc zones, west and central. So in the west, you have the following nations, Benin, Burkina Faso... Ivory Coast, Yeni bissau Mali, Niger, Senegal, and Togo, whose currency is known as the West African CFA franc. The countries in the Central Zone include Cameroon, the Central African Republic, the Republic of Congo, Gabon, Equatorial Guinea, and Chad. Their currency is known as the Central African CFA. So we have two CFA francs, the West African franc and the Central African franc. Both currencies are pretty much like for like, but you can't convert from one to the other without converting to another currency um, like the euro. How convenient. I know. And there is also a third franc uh, in Comoros known as the Comorian franc. Hopefully that sets the scene around, you know. This complexity and just, yeah.
0: It just almost seems like they've sort of been set up to fail here. Is it just me? No,
1: no. As we get
0: into it, we'll we'll see that play out. France introduced the CFA franc to maintain control over its colonies, especially following World War II when France needed rebuilding. Of course, that wasn't the message France shared with the outside world. Instead, the introduction of the currency was presented as an act of generosity. There's that benevolent imperialism again.
1: Oh, look at that. Generosity will introduce a currency that you cannot really... You can't convert. You can't benefit from. In yeah. <clears throat> Even though you did previously have your own currency. You, like, yeah. No, yeah. The no. logic here is non-existent. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's the deliberate attempt really, isn't it? Well, it's not really an attempt because it was successful. It successful. <laughs> yeah.
1: Is it still an attempt if it was successful?
0: The then French Minister of Finance, Rene Pliven, said, in a show of her generosity and selflessness, Metropolitan France wishing not to impose on her faraway daughters the consequences of her own poverty, is setting different exchange rates for their currency. This kind of sounds like something that someone British would say about a colony at the time. Like, they really use the same words, don't they? Generosity
1: and selflessness.
0: Faraway daughters. Like, come on. (laughs) Wow. Keeping the CFA Franc in Africa became even more important for France, especially in the late 50s and the early 60s, as calls for decolonization grew louder across the continent. France began to reluctantly grant its colonies more freedom by making French colonies overseas territories, which technically made them a part of France, and with that came a rebrand of the CFA from the French African colonial Franc to the French community of Africa, Frank, with France very much at the head of this community. I mean, I wouldn't really call it community.
1: Do you know what it's, I mean? Like, yeah,
0: it's not quite one, is it?
1: This is an imposed community because I really don't want to give you independence. So the best way to do that is just pretend we're all one. But We're all friends. Yeah. I'm the head of absolutely everything.
0: Like what? It's given Commonwealth really, isn't it? As the pressure continued to mount for the coloniser heavyweights to grant their colonies independence, France had no choice but to grant full independence. That being said, they found a way to provide full independence whilst still being in control. Before granting its colonies independence, France encouraged them to sign a cooperation agreement, which ensured they could maintain control from afar. For example, the agreement signed by Gabon on the day of its independence read, the Republic of Gabon commits to facilitating the storage of strategic materials and products to the benefit of the French armed forces. Should it become necessary for security reasons, it also pledges to limit or prohibit exports to other countries. As a result, many of France's African colonies continue to use the CFA as their currency. And this is for me
1: the bit that I'm also surprised at how they were able to get away with it because mm. 1945 you had the United Nations pushing coloniser heavyweights to really grant to grant independence. You know, they introduced that, but France was able to grant independence, but still say, "No, in order for you to get that, you're going to have to sign this agreement." Which, I'm sorry, what? Facilitating the storage of st- strategic materials? Yes, just what, a what, what is this? A storage facility? No, <laughs> this is our country. Like, it makes zero. Like, I'm saying, it makes zero sense, but. Just the fact that they were able to do so at this time when countries are pushing for independence, I feel they took advantage also of that situation, right? For a lot of these nations, when you're looking at Gabon, you're being handed freedom as such. And the way, in order to get it, you've just got to sign on the dotted line and agree to these terms. You can, you know, you're sort of,
0: it forces your hand, right? Yeah, and to be honest, the wording of like the storage of strategic materials, I think that's basically how they saw these colonies, right? even though they were Mm. former colonies, they still wanted to use them for whatever way you want of definition. Oh, definitely, yeah. Materials are, right? It's just, it's either, it doesn't have to be weaponry. It could be assets. It could be anything else. And that's Mm -hmm. exactly how they saw these former colonies.
1: And even the point they make in the contract around, um, it also pledges to limit or prohibit exports to other countries. Again, Mm. How are you dictating on this contract how n- an independent nation will approach discussions with another country? Yes. Like, the actual audacity <laughs> yeah, of it doesn't is, sense, doesn't, like, it, may, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. How are you to, to have the level of audacity and confidence to be able to put that in the contract? But also, again, it's manipulating the situation, right? You're mm. seeing other African nations are getting independence you're being forced to offer them independence on your side, well, might as well put in a contract and mm. try and make sure that we can keep, we can maintain some sort of relationship. But
0: Yeah, we know it's not France's first rodeo, really, is it? I mean, they've had a lot of practice in this, and I guess yeah. a real example is, is really Haiti and its relationship with France. So, you know, this isn't their first time that they're like, actually, how do we limit? Uh, you know, a Black nation or an African uh, nation from progressing. They they just Mm. know what to do. Yeah, definitely.
1: I just really wished, like, when independence was being granted, it was just really, I know this is like wishful thinking, but it was super clear-cut in terms of this is what it means. This is what you are giving. Like, nobody is giving this or that. No contracts are being signed. You are granting a nation full independence. That means you let go. Mm. But Letting go is really not in, was not in France's vocabulary this point.
0: <laughs> Definitely not.
1: The CFA franc's existence and ongoing use by African nations remains controversial, with the currency being described as one of the straitjackets that keeps the African countries dependent on France. The CFA itself operates under four principles. First, being a fixed exchange rate with the euro. The second being the free movement of capital. Thirdly, the free convertibility of the currency into euros, which means that the CFA can only be exchanged where it has been issued. So that makes it all, whole kind of issue when you're going on holiday. Oh, how convenient. And number four is the centralization of the foreign exchange reserves, which means that African nations that use the CFA are required to deposit 50% of their foreign exchange reserves in a special French Treasury operating account. This was initially 65%, but through oh. literally like decades of negotiation, it got brought down to 50%. Not that I'm saying that that is yeah. yeah, it's just how it was. <laughs> yeah. And any decisions related to the currency lies with France. They're very much the final decision maker. An example of this is in 1958 and 1969. France devalued the CFA without discussing this with the African nations within the Franc zone. Then, in 1994, they devalued the currency by 50% against the advice of African leaders. Well, you know, at this stage, they asked African leaders what they thought and completely ignored it. Oh, well, Um, what's new? (laughs) And this saw African nations struggle with food shortages, high cost of goods. And this point really frustrates me because I think about, like, The narrative when it comes to and representation of African nations, especially in Europe, Mm. and then in terms of poverty and food shortages, that sort of thing. But then the consequences, I'm not saying it's all related to the franc. However, things like this have had an impact. But to be honest, I don't think you would see this being picked up as an issue. Do you see what I mean? I feel like it's always kind of blamed on like the nations themselves, you know, which also definitely plays a role. But I think
0: the role of components like the CFA, franc are ignored as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as we say, these nations didn't just wake up poor. They didn't Mm. wake up. uh, There there were these historical events that is obscured, as it were, um, from kind of the mainstream uh, way of history teaching, etc., which makes it more difficult to actually understand why these nations are the way they are until you realise the extent of, for example, how France was involved within these zones in Africa. And the fact that they actually devalued a currency by 50%, or even the fact that they wanted the majority of, so more than half of their foreign exchange reserves, that's actually what France wanted originally, to be Hmm. put in their treasury. It's just, it's like, what for? How how are you expected to really cope Uh, at this point how are you supposed to prosper economically it's just really difficult another interesting kind of
1: um point around the cfa is that it is also supported by the imf in a sort of unspoken agreement whereby the imf doesn't overly question france and its currency right according to the economist sanu mbaye france has managed to do so by influencing those who sit at the top of the organisation by being careful to appoint as managing directors of the IMF senior officials who previously distinguished themselves as guardians of the Temple of the Monetary Policy of the former French colonies in Africa.
0: Ah, okay. So this cronyism is really worse than I
1: thought. (laughs) It is so entrenched, like... This is wild. And then you wonder, no wonder it's still... In use today, mm. as you say, because it is so entrenched. There are so many elements and people involved in maintaining it and ensuring yeah. it stays where it is.
0: Absolutely, a lot of people are there that uphold this structure. Um, yeah.
1: way more than we think. Than right, we think. Mm-hmm. And this is definitely us, just like very much scratching the surface. Yeah, we, we have, we <laughs> have <laughs> you know I mean, I wouldn't dare to imagine just.
0: Gosh, at this point, I'm not sure if I want to know if I can stop it again. <laughs> Sometimes, that's why, like, you just,
1: the deeper you dig into something and you're like, do you know what? This is just making me, yeah. the world is not in
0: <laughs> it. I need to just get a time out. So- <laughs>
1: it's, it's not great, but... Also, that being said, we do also cover amazing, incredible people. Let's just put it Oh, yeah, no, no, no. As well. You we have to balance it out. But it's <laughs>
0: yeah, when yeah, the, This is one of those topics this week, I
1: think. Yeah, when the very structure of just society and how things are organised is being taken advantage of in this way, it yeah, it does make you question a lot of things, But it?
0: We, we're just opening that third eye. I'm just going to close it now. hmm the main arguments for the continued use of the currency are that it is relatively stable compared to currencies established by African nations. However, it has been argued that nations like Morocco, Tunisia, and Algeria, who left the franc zone, are economically stronger than those who remained in the franc zone.
1: But they also, um, oh, there was an article, like a newspaper or something, that released the top 10 African nations that were doing well in like 2018 or something. And none of those nations were within the franc zone. I'm not oh, saying yeah. it's a direct, like, you know, there were other situations, but it was kind of highlighted in that article as well. So,
0: I mean, let's not lie. I think there is a causal link. But <laughs> Another benefit that has been highlighted is that the CFA franc has ensured inflation remains low. But this has also been criticised because it can limit economic growth. Oh, gosh, I'm sorry. If I hear the word growth... <laughs> to me it's the word inflation <laughs> <laughs> inflation economic growth <laughs>
1: honestly we are yeah there is it's a situation it's a hot cost of cost of living is another one
0: the cosy lives, as they're calling it in the uk
1: Who? who is calling like actually we're in the same country i have not heard anyone call it the cosy cosy lives. <laughs> who is, who is who are you hanging out with?
0: It reads one tweet. <laughs> Wait, yeah.
1: <laughs> Maybe it's just a reflection of me. I'm just in my own little bubble. I've literally never heard that until now, but
0: okay. The main beneficiaries of the CFA franc are French corporations, of course, banks, heads of state in Africa and France itself. For France, having the CFA allows it access and to a certain degree, control of materials and resources Of African nations within the Franc Zone. Also, France has been known to use the currency to influence the winnings of large contracts, especially when they're faced competition from China. This works because they are the gatekeepers of the currency, and African leaders are unable to break away.
1: And there's a really um, a couple of interesting examples around here in terms of whereby you've had French presidents, you know, travel over to an African nation which is within the Franc Zone when they've been working on trying to win a kind of large contract and they face mm. competition from China we covered can't remember what we did episode, do uh, look <laughs> at <laughs> China in
0: Africa yes we did yeah, yeah we
1: did do an episode on China in Africa and so China is really challenging France's position and control over African nations especially kind of these ex-French colonies and so France kind of utilizes the CFA and the fact that it owns it basically to influence certain decisions in terms of winning of large contracts and things like that. And also France does lend a lot of um money to kind of countries within the franc zone. And again, the repayment and also oh, that
0: APR, I don't want to know that.
1: Sometimes the repayment of that is then done by, okay, in terms of paying some of that debt, you give us kind of large contracts again to the detriment and also looking at um natural resources as well to kind of utilize that and getting it at a discount because they're you know because of the um money that they've lent them so Mm. i feel like the exchange here is really not giving balance or equal Uh, it's very much sided towards kind of france places them very much in a powerful position
0: france would today, in the present day, would not be the powerhouse it is without mm-hmm. this structure in place. Let's try and get them to admit that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they were <laughs> halfway there with their football teams, <laughs> many of them the <laughs> former colonies, but they haven't quite sort yeah, of admitted sure. the economic side of things yet. For many of its critics, the CFA franc is considered a colonial relic, which allows France to maintain a hold on African nations. Many have protested against the ongoing use of the CFA throughout the years. In 2015, Togolese economist Hako Nabukpo was removed as Togo's Minister for Long-Term Strategy and Public Policy Evaluation because he criticised the CFA franc. Two years later, there were demonstrations over France's continued political and economic influence over its former African colonies. The demonstrations were inspired by Kemi Seba, a French-Beninese activist who was arrested for setting fire to a 5,000 CFA franc banknote. Then, in 2019, a former Italian politician, Luigi Di Maio, made this statement. France is one of those countries that by printing money for 14 African states prevents their economic development and contributes to the fact that the refugees leave and then die in the sea or arrive on our coasts and in senegal an anti cfa franc front was established to encourage african nations to step away from the currency it's
1: interesting to see that there's been so many you know calls from different people mm. to bring it to an end and to get african nations to move away
0: from the franc but it just hasn't Mm-mm. it's not budged we're no. talking 70 years it's difficult when the odds are sort of stacked against these countries as well
1: as I mentioned, calls to bring an end to the CFA franc aren't new, and they've been ongoing since the currency was introduced, basically. An example of this is Guinea, which in 1958 voted for independence against the advice, we call it advice, but also known as threats of, yeah, of Gould, basically, who at the time said that anyone who wants independence can have it immediately. The metropole will not oppose. However they would be walking that path alone and at their own risk.
0: It's taking a risk because it means we go get you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honestly, it's like, I'm I'm free though, so that means there is no risk. Like, once Guinea decided, okay, we're out, We they voted for independence, France retaliated by removing aid and military support, stopping the pension payments of 20,000 Guinean veterans who had fought for France mm. and introducing counterfeit guinean banknotes within the country to disrupt the economy
0: so that's already them just wanting to teach them a lesson really they're wanting to make it scary for the other countries if they attempted to break free it was a definite threat and a way to prevent other nations to be from being like okay maybe not
1: independence we'll work with this whole community idea you've got going (laughs) on and i guess this was the risk that de gaulle was talking about right like
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> walking it alone, <laughs> aka we're going to interfere with your currency. Gonna, yeah. Okay. Cool. Not sure how that's alone. This man has how, an airport named after him, but how
1: are you stopping the pension payments of veterans who have fought yeah. for you,
0: and then completely
1: destroying the economy itself by printing counterfeit notes
0: and then being like, "Oops, well, you shouldn't have." You also saw the likes
1: of Mali and Togo also attempting to leave the CFA. But the Malian Frank failed and saw the nation readopt the CFA, whilst the Togolese Frank never came to be as the Togolese president at the time, Sylvanus Olympio was assassinated. And you do notice a pattern for those nations whereby yep. they were close to getting independence and were like, do you know what, we want to get out of the CFA Frank, we want to set ourselves up independently. The president just seems to just disappear. And there are a couple of examples whereby it disappears. And then, you know, all of a sudden, the C- no, we, we're we happy. We'll stick with the CFA Franc. So
0: Oh, we love the IMF. We love it. Yeah,
1: it just stays. We're not saying nothing it is obviously confirmed. But they just, again, just there seems to be some sort of...
0: Definitely a causal link.
1: France has always maintained that the... CFA franc is an African currency. With all of that in the background that we've just been discussing, oh, what is that happening? Yeah. And that African nations were free regarding managing the currency. And in 2017, the current French president, President Emmanuel Macron, shared that he would support any solution taken by all the presidents of the franc zone. And this idea was also shared by Macron's economy minister you said that it is up to the zone to put forward a series of requests, whether it concerns the zone's name, geography, enlargement, or reserve deposit system. Mm. This really annoys me, especially the quote by the economy minister, because put forward a series of requests. You know I like to pick on the you know I like to pick on the words. We know
0: that they're gonna be denied. I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Requests. How am I going to request something from a currency I from an African currency, yeah. Currency, that I apparently I
0: should... have agency
1: over, yeah.
0: <clears throat> Please tell me how I'm placing requests. Please need th- to put that ticket in, log tell that me ticket, why be
1: completing forms. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what is this? Put in your IT. Rec- yeah, <laughs> log that ticket. <laughs> Get that going. <laughs> log yeah. that ticket. A Macron will check and say yes or no. Putting a put in a request, and also the fact that the examples he puts in in the quote around the areas that they can focus on the name, geography, enlargement, or the reserve deposit system. What about completely removing it full stop? Where is that option?
0: Oh, sorry, that cannot be found. Error 404. Like,
1: for me, it's that. And I think, honestly, doing this and the more we do it, just the words and how it's very easy, like, you can easily miss what they're saying and get kind of the general gist of it. But the way in which they construct stuff, and it's telling you, basically, there is nothing you can, you know, to me, his words there says to me, there's nothing you can do. You can change, you know, a couple of things that I would probably call, like, cosmetic
0: changes, but mm. anything else. Because their wealth, and you know, it relies on this structure, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So they're
0: not going to change it because it's benefiting France. No way. Definitely. It's quite pessimistic, I apologise, but it's just the way that it is.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like I've become more and more pessimistic the more we do that. <laughs> In 2019, uh, we're getting closer to where we are now with the CFA franc, Ivorian President, Altara, and French President Macron announced the creation of the ECO. This mm. new currency would replace and reform the CFA franc in the West Zone. The plan is for the non-CFA members who form part of ECOWAS, including Cabo Verde, Gambia, Ghana, Guinea, Liberia, Nigeria, and Sierra Leone, would also use the eco, therefore having one currency across the West African region. But timelines for the introduction of the eco continue to change with the launch of the single currency being postponed several times as a result of the pandemic and countries failing to meet the criteria for launching the single currency. Today, the eco is planned to be launched in 2027, however, it remains to be seen if and when the new currency will be introduced. One of the challenges for the eco will be Nigeria because it's a powerhouse and Nigeria accounts for 65% of the region's GDP and 50% of the total population. And so any economic shocks and responses such as low oil prices would place the other nations in less than an ideal
0: situation. Yeah, that's the problem. It just seems quite delicate, really, especially as Nigeria has so much dominance, which. It's probably the case for for African culture. Apologies, but um...
1: no need to apologise. But also, do you think like it's concerning that it's being positioned as kind of reforming the CFA franc? Mm.
0: It's still another form, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Macron
1: was there, and now we're yeah. Why is the crown
0: involved? <laughs>
1: yeah. and now it's being extended to non-CFA members. Oof, I'm like, not sure about that. Mm, this is giving me concerns. But 2027, you know. Look, we... that's not happening. I'll say that now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> we're being hugely pessimistic. This hey, we've had the, the pandemic.
0: Is some like it's not quite in the rearview mirror, but it's just sort of in the side mirror. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's around, and yeah. you know, we've still, we've still got, we've still got time to set things up. But yeah, it it does concern me that it's being seen as kind of reforming of the CFA franc. But let's just make sure we're not signing any agreements, anything, just doing it on
0: our own terms mm. um, around that. We need to do things without the presence of, like, Macron and the IMF, <laughs> if possible. If that possible. That would be ideal.
1: But even if it does end up being with, you know, having a relationship with the likes of France and the IMF, it's about also having the agency to be able to, because at the moment, it's it feels bu- like yeah. there's a table and then we're yeah. sort of like on a side table, not even yeah. involved the, in the conversation. But then this currency is being called an African currency. Mm.
0: Well, okay. yeah, and part and parcel of it is also just because of the way that they've made it so complicated, which mm-hmm. is almost like, you know, we're talking about seat at the table, shutting people out. Mm. And actually, um, I came across this uh, Korean uh, economist called ha Chang, who basically said that today economics is like how the catholic clergy refused to translate the bible so that unless you knew latin you couldn't read it and at the time these were the people that had the power and in a way as he says like unless you're good at maths and statistics you can't penetrate the economic literature you can't really argue your case if you don't understand these complex rules that people have made unnecessarily complex
1: no it's true and it's a strategy to prevent people from really being able to push against this and you know what does that plan b look like so yeah it's definitely done on purpose oh 100 percent
0: it's not not for people like me that's for sure
1: yeah we to be honest this has taught me a lot around currency i'm not gonna say i'm gonna become an economist but it's just understanding that understanding of it is important with all that being said, though, and I know we've been focusing on how the CFA franc is also is being used by France to maintain kind of control and you know keep its power within Africa, I also want to highlight. Um, there's this quote that I think is also highlights a really brings to light a really important point, um, which says that the problem in Africa, as everyone knows, is not just a problem of money. It is first and foremost a problem of the management of public funds. That too. <laughs> if, yeah. If the head of state does not respect his commitments, his or hers commitments, the best resources we have are spondered or not used according to our priorities. Whatever the currency's name will not do much good. The decisions are more political than economic. So yeah. I'm not saying, you know, the currency definitely has a part to play in this, but also, I think we said this earlier, the heads of states also yeah. definitely have a part to play. It's not every man for themselves you are representing a whole nation and your people and making sure that whatever deals are made benefits the people and the nation you're
0: responsible for so yeah that also plays a part definitely absolutely um and we always talk about these leaders uh that tend to sort of keep the nation's wealth and hoard it excessively quite a lot of times so mm-hmm. yeah this is definitely a common theme um within the continent so we yeah we always call them out as well.
1: Yeah, it's important too. We can't be. I think it's important not just to be one-sided. You know, we're not. It's oh yeah, definitely. The mismanagement of public funds
0: definitely is it's a real issue. Definitely.
1: But yeah, that is us. Without, uh, I was going to say our first currency
0: episode.
1: <laughs> 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 hey, once the if once we have an update in twenty twenty-seven about it, the UK, be we'll, we'll, be we'll be back. Be back. On be, we'll, we'll, we'll be back for that episode.
0: We'll be back for that episode so we're on twitter at it's a continent we are on instagram at it's a continent pod we are also um, online at it's a continent.com and we also have a book called it's a continent um, which contains all countries within the continent and uh, looking at stories that have really shaped the particular nations
1: so yeah that is us start and we will see yeah. you in two weeks
0: we'll see you in two weeks time bye you later
1: bye